January has traditionally been the month when SIA takes place. This year, SIA combined with Outdoor Retailer for a great trade show. PSIA AASI had a great time catching up with a number of our suppliers out at the show, and we wanted to share those with you. Well, from the very mobile PSIA ASI studios, we're on our handheld unit here at uh, OR Snow Show in Denver, Colorado at the Nordica booth with Ethan and Sam. Um, what do you guys do for Nordica? Um, I'm a director of marketing for Nordica, and Ethan is our uh, boot and ski park manager. So you are a supplier for PSIA ASI. What's, why is that an important thing for Nordica? Uh, you know... From my perspective, in the marketing department, and I actually worked in the product department for a long time as well before this, doing ski products, uh, you know, PSIA for us is the outlet for us to educate people. Um, right now, you know, the, the ski industry is not growing. Um, you know, every year it seems like we lose skiers, you know, baby boomers, it's uh, harder and harder to get them to engage in the sport. Uh, so one of our initiatives right now is to figure out how we can make the sport of skiing easier to get into. Um, and, you know, working with guys like Michael Rogan, um, all the other ambassadors out there, all the other PSA instructors out there, they're the people that are making that first-time experience for people coming into the sport a really positive one. And we know if we can make a positive impression on somebody with the sport, they go out, they have fun, they're going to come back and they're going to do it again. Um, so from a manufacturer's side, we're working hard to create products that make that a quicker, faster progression to being a better skier. Um, and we know that PSA is obviously a great partner for us to do stuff with in that education standpoint. Ethan, why Nordica? You know, Nordica is has been a manufacturer of products for a very long time. We started our business back in 1939, and you know we have a long heritage in product innovation and performance. And, you know, not necessarily in terms of performance at, you know, the, the highest performance level, but making sure that we're doing a good job at every different level of the sport to make sure that we can maximize that experience. So if it's, you know, charging a powder line or if, like Sam said, you know, your first couple of days on snow and you're learning how to ski, you know, making sure that we're building products that are best going to support that experience out on the hill. It, this seems like a really tough industry to me because it's so reliant on the weather. Uh, I mean, all of us are reliant on the weather. But, uh, you know, you have a huge storm in the east the last couple of years. It's been really warm out there. Um, Colorado has been really lean on snow up until this point um, this season. How are you able to generate sales and new product and drive interest when sometimes it's really lean? Yeah, no, it's it's a very true reality of our business. Um, we're definitely seasonal seasonal business, and uh, it's it's tough sometimes. Um, you know, when there's no snow, it's tough for people to get out and go ski. Um, you know, we we're still waiting for a, a year here where we have good snow in the east and the west at the same time. Um, fortunately, Ethan and I are on the east coast this year. Uh, it's where we where we live, so we're having a heyday back there. Um, but you know, the matter. The things are that are changing is snowmaking is getting really good. good uh, so even on days that, or even on years where we don't have a lot of natural snow, um, the on-trail skiing experience is actually pretty good. Um, I know you know Alta this year, they've got the worst uh, snow on record for, for a long time, but yet the skiing on those trails is better than it was in the years that they had no snow back back in the day. I think it was in the 80s or something like that that they're comparing it to. Um, so. 
from our perspective, you know, we try to make the best out of everything. Uh, we try to create experiences out there for people beyond the product. Um, you know, we want to be a brand that, that people can trust and engage with um, going beyond just our products. So how do we, how do we engage with consumers and help them um, understand the sport of skiing and enjoy the sport of skiing, um, whether that's, you know, helping with, with travel and stuff like that, whether that's helping with education, um, whether that's helping with education of tuning your equipment, um, things like that that are really not so much about the actual day out on the hill, but uh, about all the things that surround the sport and the community that we are so passionate about. Developments for next season that you're really excited about coming from Nordica? You know, I'm not going to go into too much detail okay. there, given uh, <laughs> how, how early it is, but, you know, development and innovation for us never stops. You know, it's a constant conversation, and I'm fortunate to work with such a, a great group of people. You know, Sam and myself, you know, we'll, we'll be out on the road, and we'll be in a hotel, and we'll be up till 2 o'clock in the morning, and, you know, talking little product details or product philosophy or where we want to go for the future. And, you know, it's just a really fun process that, that we're really um, that we're engaged in on a daily basis. And, and we have a very close connection with our, our factories in Europe, so very very tight relationships with um, with those guys, and it's a, it's a really fun process that really actually never stops. Well, that announcement that we heard meant the show is opening, the doors are opening, and you guys are about to become very busy, so thanks very much for spending some time with us. Thank you, George, and uh, yeah, hope everybody enjoys themselves out there. After checking in with Nordica, we headed down to the SIA booth where we chatted with the head of SIA, Nick Sargent. So we're at an outdoor retailer snow show with Nick Sargent of SIA. Nick, this is normally when SIA has always been going on. How about the change this year? Well, the change has been great. I mean, it's uh, it was inevitable. It was bound to happen. Our two industries already work uh, so closely together. It was only a matter of time before we were under one roof. The show's been going great. The uh, the audience has been great. The uh, the brands have been phenomenal. And if you haven't been here yet and you're coming or you've been here and you left, it's just been an amazing experience to see outdoor and winter together under one roof. My feedback I've been getting on the show is so positive this year that the combination, is this something that's going to continue? Well, it's uh, contractually, uh, we don't have a choice. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, it is going to continue. And, uh, and, and, and as I mentioned, you know, our two industries are so symbiotic and, and the parallels are so close uh, it makes total sense for us to be together and it, it, it's completely illogical for us not to be together so you'll see this show you know in perpetuity uh, you know probably a lot longer than, than I'm going to be around now I've been to SIAs in Salt Lake City it's really nice to have you in Denver why the move? well the uh, uh, SI uh, historically was in McLean, Virginia we moved the office to Park City, Utah, one, to be closer to our members, uh, two, closer to the business, and three, to be more relevant and have a larger voice within our industry. So what's really the driving force behind this show? Who, who are you exhibiting for? Well, SIA continues to be a manufacturer-owned trade organization. So our members, the exhibitors, the suppliers, are here uh, showing their gear to retailers, to buying groups, to rep groups. They're driving their business, which will then move forward into the order process later into uh, January, February, March. And what makes it a successful show for you? The success is driven by the attendance, uh, by the number of retailers that are here, 
the number of, of industry uh, uh, members as well. And ideally, the success is how can we further promote and push winter and outdoor together in a symbiotic way to address the issues that affect us all, our natural supply chain, water, snow, weather. Uh, uh, the, the other uh, issue that we're all affected by is participation. Uh, the other one is climate. The other one is uh, uh, diversity in, in our industry. And if we can affect change by continuing to host the show, which is driving great business, back to the retailer, if we can continue... <clears throat> I'm losing my voice, but continue to drive the show to address these issues, um, to hit them head on, and drive uh, results for the coming years. It's a success. We then went to the Head USA booth where we chatted with Andrew Cooperthwaite. Uh, official title is Senior Business Manager, which just means I'm involved in a little bit of everything. Okay. <laughs> uh, but, but working title is Alpine Product Manager. Now, Head has been a, a supplier for PSIA. Why is PSIA important for you guys to work with? Well, you know, PSIA is, is extremely important for us because we're a brand that, that believes heavily in bringing new people to the sport. And, and not only bringing new people to the sport, but getting the people that are in the sport to engage more actively in the sport, to become lifelong participants in the sport. And PSIA's goal is to educate the skier, make the skier a better skier, and more importantly, make the skier enjoy the sport more. And certainly when you talk to uh, people that are never-evers that are coming into the sport first time, uh, our conversion rate as an industry is pretty low as far as those never-evers go. Anything that we can do to, to build that conversion rate and get it to be a, a better percentage, we feel is a worthwhile endeavor. And, and PSIA is a, is a key contributor into that first-timer's experience how they experience their first day on snow and the enjoyment they get out of it and whether they want to come back and build a future with skiing. And so that's extremely important to us. Now, when I think of head skis, head boots, I think high performance in racing. Absolutely. Um, but you're also involved in all aspects of skiing. All, all aspects, and, and rental is one of the most important aspects to us, you know, as far as building product that can allow people that have never tried the sport or have only tried the sport a couple of times to get a better enjoyment, to get a better fit, to be warmer, to be more comfortable, uh, to, to enjoy their day on the slopes more is 100% one of our goals. That, uh, especially with a first-timer, to be out with uncomfortable boots, yeah, that's such a crusher for yeah. them. Whether it's the first-timer or, or, you know, a big focus for us is, is the youth in the U.S. And, and it's it's never been more challenging to engage the youth in the U.S. from an outdoor sport-oriented uh, facet. So if, if we can do more with PSIA to get youth involved and, and to build a future within the sport, uh, which I, absolutely that's the only way to do it, uh, we're going to try every, every avenue that we can. And to go to the performance side, Olympics coming up, and you've got a number of athletes that made the U.S. ski team again. Anybody you want to mention? Uh, absolutely. <laughs> you know, we, we, we have the we have the stables, you know, that, that we all know very well, uh, like Ted Ligety and Lindsey Vaughn and Andrew Wybreck. Uh, super proud of those those folks and, and what they're doing uh, for us and for, for ski racing as a whole. Uh, then we've got guys, like, on the, on the freestyle side, like Aaron Blunk, that are tremendous ambassadors for us, and, and, and Aaron is, is a great way for us to in, engage the youth market and to get more involved in youth. Uh, so very excited about, about uh, Aaron and, and his potential at the Olympics this year as well. What's going to make this a successful show for you? 
Uh, you know, getting the word out of, of the progression of our product, whether we're talking about our Big Mountain Core line or we're talking about the updates to our race line. Uh, one of the best-selling lines globally in the world, Super Shape, is, is always an interest. Uh, Tyrolia is a brand that continues to build in the U.S. for us uh, for the specifics of bindings. And now with the launch of our new boot line with Nexo and, and with our core boots, in particular, the trend for, for, for head is, is making skiing more enjoyable. So we're really focusing on building lightweight products, whether it's boots or skis, featuring light tech te technology, which is something that we've launched in 1819. We're trying to make, make each skier more efficient, allowing them to enjoy their day more, stay out on the hill longer. If they're, they're on vacation for a week, if we can get them to ski five days instead of four days, if we can get them to ski to 3.30 instead of 1.30, then we're doing our job and, and, and we're making everyone happier and they can enjoy the sport more. Then it was time to talk some snowboards with Dale Rayberg at the Nidecker Flow Booth. PSI ASI, why the relationship? Well, I think um, the one of the most important factors of not only our industry but just in general the snow sports is the instructors. It's the first touch point for many people who are being introduced into the sports um, or coming back returning or wanting to improve their level. Um, so being involved with that group helps... Uh, not only brand equity, being a being a brand that these people see and get used to uh, being on the product, um, it's just the gateway. It's a gateway into the sport, and participating with them gives our brand exposure to people that we may not ever touch. Um, so it's a good first touch point, and it's a solid uh, it's a solid group um, that that works in unison amongst each other, and we're happy to be there, and we'll support them to the end. And how are we really able to help you get your product out and your message out to the consumer? I think it's because uh, the experience level of the people that are, are on hill with, with you know, be, being the instructor. Um, you, can, you can help the person understand our equipment. Um, you know, flow products are different by design, so it's a little bit different. It's great to have an instructor who understands it and can get the person onto it. And then in terms of Nidecker, uh, it's one of the oldest uh, companies in the world, been bending wood since 1860s, um, and they can help tell those stories and build that brand equity up with, uh, with some of these newer, younger people. So one of the things that's really facing our industry right now is beginners coming into the sport and sticking with it. Correct. How do you market? How do you promote to that person who's new to snowboarding, um, wants to try it out? How do we keep them in? You know, from a brand standpoint, we, we focus on, on fun. Um, I think that that's one of the most important things that people need to understand, right? You come up to the ski area, you have a great time with either a good instructor or your family or your friends, and we want to make sure that that story is told. We don't want the the sport to be uh, something they're afraid of or an uncertain question mark, it's fun, right? It's getting out, it's fresh air, it's being with your family and your friends. So that's kind of our brand MO is this: we cater to everybody and we want to make sure that they understand that this is fun. Olympic year, you got any athletes out there? Um, you know, to be honest, I'm not really sure <laughs> at this point in the game, but uh, the one thing I do know about Olympic years is it's usually a spike in sales. So let's hope that uh, that works for everyone in this industry this year. Successful show for you? It's been fantastic. Yeah, we've been very busy um, with the integration of OR and SIA together. There's uh, a lot more foot traffic and uh, a good level of good energy. Um, and it's nice to be here and, uh, and see everybody. Product you're especially excited about that you've got out this season? 
Um, with Nidecker, I really like the, the snow surf capsule. So a line of, of really um, progressive, fun snow surf shapes that are based around surfing the earth, carving, and then if it does happen to dump, they still work amazing in the powder. I think it's a really exciting movement, and uh, it's something that I look forward to doing uh, next year on this line. We next spoke with David Courier, CEO of Zero Point Compression. Tell us the importance of compression wear while we're skiing, and also why the relationship with PSA? Well, well, first let's address the, uh, the relationship with PSIA is because uh, compression really matters um, for a, a lot of reasons, but in skiing in, in particular, um, where your foot's in a pretty low-volume environment all day long and you're out on the hill all day, uh, compression actually works to deliver blood flow and increase blood flow to the foot that um, goes above and beyond just trying to insulate the foot for warmth. So virtually every base layer you have, every sock you have, wicks away perspiration and it also insulates. Um, you have a limited environment, as I said, inside a ski boot. But compression adds another whole dimension to that um, equation where um, uh, instead of um, trying, to, trying to just insulate and wick, it also provides um, increased blood flow for recovery and warmth. So what got you into this business? <laughs> well, for one, I've had my share of injuries, uh, two ACLs, another meniscus surgery, all, all done here in Colorado at the Stedman Clinic. And, um, you know, when you wake up from a surgery, uh, typically you have a compression sock on. It's just a cheap thing that will last a day or so. It has a hole in the foot if you ever had that experience. And, um, but the principle is that um, it helps repair the damage that's caused by the surgery, internal bleeding, inflammation around the, in, you know, the incision and the repair, all those kinds of things, and um, that damage at the cellular level doesn't stop um, immediately after surgery or in the few days after that. It continues through the rehab process very extensively. So that's really how compression started the migration as purely um, a medical device that was um, encountered during surgery to a more mainstream device where you use it in uh, rehab or recovery from a, a really hard workout. And now the real leading edge of it, which Zero Point is involved in, is actually measuring how it enhances performance using the same principles that matter to recovery and repair of the body as well. And you were saying that your compression wear actually is medical grade, correct? It is, actually. We're, we're uh, the only, only company that's gone through the process of um, getting registered with the FDA as a pure medical device. Um, we, we met the standard, we knew it, because our, our parent company out of Finland, which is where our company is based, uh, does a lot of work with the University of Helsinki, and so we knew the quality of the, of the fabrics that we use both for the woven garments and for the socks and sleeves is, uh, is, the, is the best out there. But you still have to go through the process and get the FDA approval as a registered medical device, and so we can make those claims. But more importantly, we become more of a legitimate medical device for registered physical therapists, for surgical units um, like the Stedman Clinic, which is really concerned about clotting after surgery because um, a lot of patients come from sea level and get operated on there and then they want to fly home the next day and those are two big risk factors for clotting, which is changes in altitude and also uh, the pressurized cabins of, of airplanes. So they're looking at it from a, uh, you know, a purely um, medical position of 
avoiding clots, which, you know, they also do blood thinners and those kind of things. But compression wear is really efficient at it in uh, decreasing the likelihood of, of clotting, um, you know, post-surgery. Now, I was thinking of you saying performance enhancement. Um, you see so many runners out now, distance runners, people training, um, wearing compression socks. And why wouldn't we want to use that while we're skiing? I mean, no, exactly. No, you're using the same muscle groups all day. And, you know, it, uh, although we all know enough to try to rehydrate, compression really increases the efficiency of rehydration of the body because you're pulling off waste products from extremities much quicker and working muscles much quicker so that they can replenish with uh, more fluids for rehydration, more electrolytes, more oxygen for repair, and um, also for, for performance. And so all of those things that go on during the rehab and recovery process or post-surgery are uh, really necessary on a day-to-day basis, particularly like a, a, pro- a professional instructor that's out on the hill for, you know, six or eight hours a day. Good show for you? It's been a great show. It's actually our first show uh, for the North American distribution here, and uh, the reception has really been great, mainly because of those uh, things that I mentioned at the top of the podcast, which um, is that compression wear, it really adds another whole dimension to base layer and socks, um, both in terms of recovery and repair, performance, but also um, uh, warmth delivery, which is really critical in skiing. Then it was off to the Blizzard Technica booth to speak with Jed and ask him about their relationship with PSIASI and why it was so important to them. Uh, well, it's exceptionally important to us because PSIA is a group of super committed customers. They are, you know, the the, the PSIA members themselves uh, are extremely committed to skiing and to our sport, as well as they are. Uh, constantly on a daily basis interacting with more and more and more potential customers in the future. So it really is a very focused, very committed, very targeted group of, of, of great ambassadors for the sport and also, you know, hopefully for our brand as well. So, And why Technica with Blizzard? When did they merge and, and why did they merge? Uh, the merger happened in 2007, I believe, and... Uh, the the Technica group uh, when it when it separated from Vocal in the past, we needed a ski brand. We needed a place to build uh, skis for the future for the Blizzard brand, and therefore Blizzard was there. It's an Austrian heritage brand. It really uh, it signifies performance and high quality, and it was a perfect fit with Technica. So that's re- that's really why it came together. Both from an industrialization standpoint, we needed a place to build products for Blizzard, you know, and also for Nordica as well, because Nordica is part of that Technica group. So we needed to, to, let's say, control our own destiny, have our own factory. The Blizzard brand was, again, a, a perfect match for the, the quality, the performance, the integrity of, of Technica ski boots, and therefore it was just a perfect match. Well, it's funny because when you said performance and quality, I thought you were talking about Technica. Honestly, I'm talking about I, both. Oh, I, so, exactly. And th- that's that's really why it's a perfect match. But my so. mentioning that with Blizzard, I, you totally described Technica or what I associate yeah. with Technica. Exactly. I mean, our philosophy of how we develop our products, how we bring them to market, really what they stand for, it's the same for both brands, Technica and Blizzard. So. And how through PSA do you see uh, your relationship bringing in more people to this brand? And by that, I mean the consumer. Well, by working with PSIA, again, because its members uh, are constantly interacting with consumers, with other committed skiers, 
they're able to really educate us as as we interact as partners with PSIA. We can learn from their interactions with customers to allow us and help us really to build better products that really suit the needs of those target customers, whether they're high-performance skiers, whether they're backcountry skiers, whether they're intermediate skiers or even beginner skiers that are just learning learning to enjoy the sport. That, that partnership that we have will allow us to really build better products to, 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 to provide better better products for the customer. How's the crazy climate in the last few years been affecting business? It's challenging. You need to make sure that you might make the right decisions to put yourself in the place to, to, to win or at least to be in a in a in, in as in as good of a position as you can be in. So yes, it's challenging, but it also allows us to to really focus and, and make the right decisions so that we built the best products we build the products that hit those target customers in the best way and and you know do the best we can anything that you're especially excited about people aren't really wanting to talk about product that's coming out next season but a product that's available right now to the consumer that you really are, are feeling good about you mean in terms of what's on the wall here? Exactly. Well, we're really excited on the Mach 1 collection, okay, which is our, let's call it all mountain collection of boots, but Mach 1 stands for high performance. Um, so in that top world, again, priorities of Mach 1 are uh, really a precise fit, uh, an ultimate level of performance, and an ultimate level of customization. So for those customers, whether you get a Mach 1 130 or a Mach 1 100, men or women, that's what you're going to get are those priorities. Now, what's we're, what we're excited about is we finished the collection. We have a new a new line there called a Mach 1 HV, okay, a high volume version of Mach 1. In the past, we've had an LV and an MV, okay, the two the two main uh, volumes of feet. But now we finish and round out that collection with an HV, a 103 millimeter last. So a 98, a 100, and a 103, all their own individual molds. But again. They all hit those priorities, so we're happy to have a high-volume boot that now you can get, again, that ultimate level of performance, that precise fit, and that ultimate level of customization. So now, at that high-performance level, we are really able to fit every foot size, every foot shape, every foot volume, and provide exactly those priorities in the same way. Ultimate performance, precise fit, and an ultimate level of customization. So that's what we're really excited about on the technical side. And we wrapped things up visiting with Paul Guimond, the Senior Community Marketing Manager of Solomon. Our relationship with PSA is based on a couple key things. One is the innovation that PSA brings to the mountain with all their pros and the innovation that Solomon brings to the mountain with all our product. So it's a natural fit. It's a natural fit for Solomon and PSA to partner. The reach that PSA has with consumers and getting people, whether it's their first time on snow, or they come for vacation, or it's just you know private lessons and focusing on all the technical things, the, the partnership between the two is just amazing. So we're really excited to partner with PSIA. And how do you see us really opening up to the consumer and getting your product, helping you market your product? Well, the main thing, at the end of the day for us, is always about trying to get more people skiing. And whether, of course, we want them to use Solomon product, which would be wonderful, but bigger than that is getting people on snow and letting, and letting your pros understand 
you know, what Salmon has to bring to the table with our boots, our skis, our bindings, all the innovation, and really giving that consumer experience um, an added, you know, an added flavor. PSA is already doing a great job with, with the consumer on snow, and we bring that extra kind of spice to the, to the slope every day. And that's what we're really looking for. So it's exciting. I mean, it's been a couple of years since we've partnered. We did partner last year, but we had a little bit of a gap. So it's really great to be back. I've been in the ski industry a long time. Uh, my dad was in the 10th Mountain Division. I grew up with, he ran a ski school in Little Cumberland, Rhode Island <laughs> at Ski Valley. And I grew up um, teaching people how to do, you know, here's how you put your poles on. Here's how you put, you know, walk on snow. And so it was really fun for me as a young kid to watch my dad be an instructor. So it was, it was cool. So I kind of feel that, you know, feel that, that spirit. Connection. Yeah, absolutely. Well, judging by the crowd in your booth, you're having a very successful show. It's fun. We have a lot of great new product, shift binding, <laughs> just to say the QSTs, the XRs. We have a, some great, great, great products for the PSII family, and we're really excited to kind of take it to the next level. We're going to be doing a ton of demos west and east this year for uh, Solomon. Um, in the east, you know, we're going to be at all the big mountains. Uh, we just hired a community manager named uh, Billy Asbell, who will be out there, and we're really excited to get him going in the east. And also with the west, with our reps, they'll have the, the cool new products, and so we're psyched. So good to catch up with some of our suppliers out at Outdoor Retailer Snow Show. And I look forward to bringing you more in-depth interviews about their products and the things they offer to PSIA ASI members in the very near future. Thanks for listening to First Chair.